Welcome to the MS Diet for Life podcast. I'm Kim, a health coach, natural nutrition consultant, and teacher. I've also had MS for nine years. My mission is to spread the word that MS can be successfully managed holistically. We don't just have to resign ourselves to a declining quality of life and steady worsening of our symptoms. There is so much we can do to manage this illness and stay well. Hi everyone, I hope you've had a great week, that it's been productive, that it hasn't been too busy, you've made it to the end of the week, well done. And yeah, I am also just absolutely overjoyed that it's the weekend and that I just get a little bit of time to rest. Um, I just find the weeks so busy, there's just one thing after another that needs to be done. There's kids to raise, a husband to keep happy, a house to keep clean, and then and then on top of all of that, there's work. And I teach, and I also am very involved in my community. And so I often just find it completely overwhelming. I find that it's too much. So I need to find ways throughout the day to calm down, regroup, allow my body to rest so that I have energy to get on to the next thing. And don't get me wrong, I love my life. I love being a mum, a wife, a homemaker. But I'm sure that many of you can relate to the fact that often it just feels like there are not enough hours in the day and that one of the balls that you are juggling could drop at any time. And believe you me, many of my balls drop all the time. And then obviously there are consequences to that. So it is difficult in this modern life because we do tend to take on too much and we find ourselves pulled in so many different directions all the time. So we need to find a way to successfully navigate this and not just be in survival mode every day. So today I wanted to chat to you a little bit about self-nurture. Now I actually had a whole nother podcast planned I was going to do a podcast on LDN, which is low-dose naltrexone, uh, which is quite an interesting alternative treatment for MS at the moment. However, it is very involved, and I'd actually love to be able to interview someone who's on it at the moment, and I haven't found quite the right person. So I'm not going to record that podcast today. Instead... I'd like to have a chat about self-nurture. What are we doing to feed our souls on a daily basis? What are we doing that is just for us? Because we can very easily just get caught up in doing everything for everybody else and then pretty much having no energy left over for doing the things that we really enjoy, the things that really feed our soul and our spirit and the other important thing about taking this time to nurture yourself is that it has an incredibly positive effect on the stress response so a usual day from the time that you get up to the time you go to bed is go 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 get as much as I can done squeeze as much as I can into the day and your body is running on adrenaline and the stress hormone cortisol is being released into your body in droves. 
Now, you don't want cortisol flowing through your body all the time. And short bursts is fine because it helps you get the tasks done that you need to get done quickly. It helps you to run away from danger if you need to. However, if you have a constant or consistent level of cortisol in your body the whole day, because you're just running from pillar to post, this is not great. And it can actually have a very deregulating effect on your hormonal system and your immune system. And over time, it can actually cause damage to your body and give rise to autoimmune activity. So you really want to be reducing that cortisol response at many points throughout the day. What I like to try and do throughout the day is to take five minutes every few hours and just breathe. Just close my eyes, focus on my breath, deep breaths in and big breaths out. And that has an incredibly calming effect on your nervous system. Stopping and just breathing and just being mindful will promote the relaxation response, which will obviously put a dampen on the stress response, which is the response that causes the release of cortisol. So I'd like to discuss a few really practical things that you can do throughout your day to promote more of the relaxation response and less of the stress response. And I mean, I do want to do a whole nother podcast on stress because this is such a big issue for MS. If we can find ways to reduce our stress levels that will have a massive impact on our MS trajectory, short-term and long-term, we don't realize the effect of stress and negative emotions on our condition. It affects everything. If we are feeling rested and nurtured and taken care of, then we are far more likely to make good choices that will just permeate throughout our lives. So we are more likely to choose healthier and more nutritious food options. We are also more likely to stick to our exercise routine or go to bed at a decent time, not watch too much TV, not indulge in too much social media. Because social media, TV, bad food, those are all forms of escapism. Those are all ways that we use to self-medicate and help ourselves feel better when we are busy and stressed out. However, watching TV, trawling through social media and eating the wrong foods are not going to make a difference to your sense of well-being. You probably are going to feel worse after you've engaged in those activities. And I always know that when I'm exhausted and I sit down for five minutes and I choose to trawl through Facebook instead of doing my breathing, it doesn't help me. I don't feel better. I don't feel rested. I don't feel nurtured. And so I've learned that you've got to make the right decision. You've probably only got a few minutes of space every few hours and you've got to choose to engage in the right activity during those five minutes to let yourself rest and be nurtured again. As I said, the best and easiest way for me to promote this sense of well-being in myself throughout the day is to take five minutes and breathe. It doesn't take a lot of energy to do. I can do it wherever I am and I feel so much better after I've done it. The second thing I try and do on a daily basis is go for a walk. 
even if it's a 10 minute walk around the block. My favorite thing to do is to go and walk in the fields around my house and just seeing the green and the beautiful trees and the amazing scenery just feeds my soul and really heightens my sense of well-being. So that kind of gentle exercise is very nurturing. The third thing that I try and do every day is stretch. I absolutely love stretching because I also feel like I'm doing something for my body that is good and healthy and positive and my body loves it. So I always try and find time in the day to stretch. The other thing that I really enjoy doing and that I find really grounds me is my daily routine of unpacking and packing the dishwasher, cleaning my kitchen. I love cleaning my kitchen. I also do a few other things on a weekly basis to feed my soul. I can't do them every day, but I try and do them at least once a week. So I love being creative. I love painting, drawing. I really enjoy baking, cooking nice food. And so if I can find one or two slots in the week where I can do a quick sketch or do a lovely painting or bake something yummy, I'll give you an example. So this morning I just decided I was going to bake my favorite almond biscotti. But I find that baking is something that really feeds my soul and nurtures me because first of all, I'm making something really delicious. So I'm so looking forward to actually eating this thing at the end. And second of all, it's just such a lovely activity for me to do. And while I'm doing it, I can listen to my favorite music or my favorite podcast, which I find is even more brilliant for self-nurture because I really feel like I'm doing something for me, that's growing me, that's nurturing me. Now, I know that all of you live incredibly busy lives and some of you may be wondering, where on earth am I going to fit these moments of self-nurture in? It is just a luxury that I can't afford at the moment. Actually, you need to change this mindset because if you don't have these moments of self-nurture throughout your week, you are going to burn out. And as I said, you're going to start self-medicating in other unhealthy ways, which could lead to a decline in your health. So it's very important that you make time for yourself. It's not selfish. It's definitely not a selfish thing to make time for yourself and to nurture yourself. Finding little slots of self-nurture throughout your week is absolutely vital to your health. So let's end on a practical note. I'd like you to have a quick think of two things that you can do on a daily basis that will nurture your soul. It might be just adding in some five minute breathing slots or just 10 minutes of gentle exercise. It's very important that you find those tiny little time slots of self-nurture throughout your day. And you'll find that it'll make a massive difference to how you feel at the end of the day. Then I'd like you to think of another two, maybe slightly longer things that you can do on a weekly basis that feed your soul and your spirit. This may be sitting down and spending an afternoon doing something creative on the weekend. I know that many of you like to sew, you like to make things, many of you are super creative. Use that creativity. Don't let it lie dormant because that creativity will nurture and feed your soul. You may want to make a list of all the things that you know 
nurture your soul and your spirit. You may not be able to do them all on a weekly basis, but try and do at least one long self-nurture session for yourself every week because this will also make a massive difference to your happiness levels and to your sense of well-being. That was just a quick bit of Friday inspiration for you. Take some time to nurture yourself this weekend. Have some me time, please. Next week, I want to chat to you about preparing for Christmas and trying to avoid indulging in the wrong foods because it is at this time of year that we are most likely to deviate from our MS diet. So we'll be talking some healthy Christmas recipes, healthy Christmas snacks, and generally just how to avoid what's wrong for you and stick to some really delicious healthy foods so that you make it through Christmas without overindulging, without eating food that you know is not good for you. Because actually, you really just want to enjoy Christmas with your family. You don't want to be feeling exhausted, sick, so this is a very important thing just to take time to plan ahead for and really consider. So have a wonderful weekend and I will chat to you next week. Bye.